Welcome, everybody. We are, we are just one week away from hitting our Christmas special and two more weeks away from hitting our, our you know, to the year end of r and And let me tell you, it is great. Okay, okay, okay. You know what? I'll go ahead and showcase her since she's so, you know, upset. Hold on. <laughs> uh, Mr. Folks, no, he, they got a new member of the family. Uh, man, wait till you get bigger. Oh boy, <laughs> they're making a mess. Oh, so cute! Everybody, meet Clara. Hi, Clara. Oh, so Hi, sweet. Clara. This right here is half Labrador and half Pitbull. She's all, she's eight weeks old, and we just got her today. Oh, okay. ah. looks like the, like a dog I used to have. Oh, okay. All right, that's pretty interesting to hear, Jerome. Clara, what a beautiful baby. Now that you're all calm, good. By the way, there were top. There are other names we were going to name her, and I and I know. And since Romy's here, I want him to hear this. Okay, one of them was going to be Anya, like from Spy Family, you know, the anime series. And the other, I think, was going to be, I don't know. I i got to ask my mom to fi figure out how she's getting along with the other pets. Well, she's good. I mean, she's doing fine with Missy. I think Missy's just, you know, a little creeped out a little bit because she can't, because this one can't stop following her. Now, as for the cats, I mean, they're just staying hidden. And I don't know what, what to say. But then again. They'll they'll eventually come around. Like something out of Pinocchio in the land of lost children, Jordy. Oh, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, but but in this one, I mean, at least in my house, nobody's you know turning into an ass. And uh speaking of which, there is another name we were gonna I was gonna name her, but Romy, you'll probably get a kick out of this. Ready? <laughs> Bitch made. <laughs> <laughs> Romy will understand what I'm talking about with that. That, with that uh, I bet he does. I bet he does. I bet he does. But, but we decide. But my mom decided we call her Clara, and I think that's a good name for her. It's a beautiful name for her. Anyway, nonetheless, welcome to two, episode 218 of the Rant and Rave podcast. And if you are listening to the audio version of this. Then go on to your your preferred podcast. You know, listens like you know, like you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and etc. And so on and so forth. Does the do does the dog love burgers and burritos? <laughs> See, uh, I told you. <laughs> and also, be sure to if you're watching the live video version, which we highly recommend here on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch then please go ahead and, you know, like give all the ratings and give all the thumbs up and no thumbs up the ass because that's kind of, you know, that will make make it very difficult for me to sit down later. And also be sure to, to, to love, comment, and subscribe to the channels and everything related to R&R and also for your available R&R merchandise in the description below. I am your host, as always, the co-founder, co-creator, and the director of the Rant Ray Podcast, the the Young Blood Outsider, Jordy Scow, aka J Man's Legit. 
And I am the Buffalonia Bulldozer, also one of the main co-hosts, also known as the historian of R&R. My name is Mike Bombardier. Glad to have you on board. My birthday's coming up in a few days. I'll be 24. And uh, we are so glad that you are able to join us on the video feed on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And we got pretty much a bit of pro wrestling to talk about. We got results from Deadline, including a potential WrestleMania main event, which we'll discuss a little later on. Eric! Sorry about that. Eric! All right, I'm sorry. I, I do apologize. Hello, hello, hear me now. That's right. My, I am the elder statesman of this of this podcast, since I am the oldest one here. I am Eric Lima. For those of you who do not know, if you're watching for the very first time, Rant and Rave, nice to have you with us. If any of you guys know me, I'm not sure. Obviously, the chat knows me very well. I'm back, and that's right. I'm really excited. 11 days till Christmas, 18 days left of 2023. Um, one of the most interesting years I've had personally, and um, really excited. Episode 218 of Rant and Rave, and uh, just uh, ready to go, ready to uh, rock and roll. And uh, and all I got one more word to say, yeet. Okay. And I'm Andrew Hawking, the King Destroyer. I hope you definitely enjoyed episode number 218. And let's have some fun. By the way, um, Roman messaged me uh, saying that he put something in the live chat regarding the reference that Michael made regarding Pinocchio. I don't see it in the live chat. I'm going to try and scroll uh, up on the... I don't see it on the live chat here on... No, I didn't see it. I, and I, I even looked it. on the YouTube live chat. It's not there either. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What's going on? Wait, did it? Wait, wait, he's a moderator. How how could his comment get help for review? Because I would know I, I would know if his comment got help for review. There's a proof. That is odd on way too many levels. Here I'll send I'll I think, send, I'll, I think we I'll, have to approve it, sure. I think. And and of course and and of course uh, uh let's see who's in, oh yeah, that's right. I remember who's not here tonight. Yeah, Brandon is not here because he's got to do um, uh, PA announcing. He's announcing. It's now. Yeah, because I watched it. Watched yeah. it a little live feed on Facebook. That's why. So we won't be seeing him for tonight's show, but we will have Tom, our producer, on here uh, soon around the yes. eight thirty, you know, mark, like or eight o'clock, you know, eight thirty p.m. mark, but. Anyway, let's go ahead and say hello to everybody in the live chat on on uh on YouTube and Facebook. We got uh Romy twenty four. We got the Price is Right fan two thousand twenty three. We got the Chuck Jose. We got Hunter Hughes, and we got Jose. And we got we got Philip. I don't know how to say. I know the middle Zweifel. name. Of the I think it's Zweifel. I think it's Zweifel. Yeah, Zweifel. Swifle. So yeah, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Hope you guys are about to have a great time tonight. Um, yeah, we're gonna get down to it right now. Um, we'll have now after you know uh, we're you know we do the uh, results from deadline. Obviously, uh, we're gonna you know there's some other main topics to discuss tonight. You know, uh, Br- 
and it gave me uh, some interesting topics to talk about on Messenger. I can't even then delete delete the comment. Okay, let me see. This is what he said. Okay, Romy said, Pinocchio, well, too late for you, Michael, since you already look like a donkey. <laughs> oh! Oh, You're Shrek now? That's right, lads. I like the, the brawling brutes. Blue McIntyre is famous. Stop saying! <laughs> There's no one to deride me. Stop but singing. you gotta have friends. Stop singing! It's no wonder you don't have any friends. Wow. Only a true friend would be that truly us. Oh, true. <laughs> don't get <laughs> Yeah, he does. Yeah. But anyway, you know, okay, you know what's so funny about the Shrek movie is this. There's a part in the movie where, you know, when you're seeing a Lord, uh, when you see Lord Farquaad in his bedroom and all that, there's a part on there where he's saying, "Mirror, mirror, show me, show me the princess." And as 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 he's showing the princess, you know Fiona. There's a part where he goes like, "Ah, perfect." Guess if you look at his sheets very carefully, they lift up a little bit, and yeah. it's and, and 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 he also takes his sheets up and we're like, oh, "Guess what happened?" He was it wasn't that he's showcasing his chest and all that. It's because he was having an erection. Yeah. <laughs> oh, erection. Oh, my. And, oh, and, and not a lot of people, not a lot of people uh, caught that for years until they watched the movie and they find it, you know? For erection and animated movie. Now we got, now we see everything. Hey, at least we all know something. We know that's heat. Lord Rockwise had some Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. I mean, like, I don't think Ooh. that was Viagra related. Because if it was Viagra, I mean, he would he would still have it there, like, oh, like man. before he pulled the covers up. Oh, uh, oh boy! The ground the ground squirrel popped out of its hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, oh RJB, uh, R, R, hey, I'm just speaking that. facts about Shrek about that movie. <clears throat> you don't believe me? Watch yourself. Oh. RJB forty isn't Elijah. I but anyway, um, we got we got some topics to talk about. So you know how this works. Um, every time we you know a host talks here on this panel, that will mean we will have you know someone begin their topic, and it will all happen until you know, until you know all of us have given our topics you know one at a time. You know. So with that being said, I'll go ahead and start since I'm already running my mouth. Um. <laughs> So, <laughs> Christmas is nearly here. I'm, you know, and you, we already know what will happen. You know, I'll probably wear my green, you know, Santa Claus hat, which is awesome. Um, it's been, I'm just wondering, what should we do for this Christmas special for r and R? I mean, I mean... We, we have, I mean, there should be a lot of ideas planned. We got to, you know, we need to set up, you know, what we have in store. Are we going to have some story time, you know, like tell a Dr. Seuss book, like the Grinch on the program? Are we going to like, 
Are we going to like, you know, review a movie like Christmas movies for each of our topics? Are we Ooh. like going to sing carols or what? I mean, we got to make sure. So that's why. To be honest, Jory, that's something for you and Brian to need to prepare for weeks in advance. Yeah, I know that. But what I'm saying is, you see, the the thing is, like, we got to, you know, be, I mean, like, we got to prepare, you know, for next week or be prepared, you know, for next week. And honestly, could, could this be one of our best <clears throat> Christmas specials, <clears throat> you know, in R&R? We're I not mean, talking about CM Punk's butt. <laughs> <laughs> you give a microphone a run for its money. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> you're, you're, like, you're like what Bret Hart would call a hyena. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, Michael, are you okay? Michael, are you okay? <laughs> look at Michael, look at Michael. Look at, look at Michael. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, God. Oh, nasty ass smurf. Eric, Eric. Are you okay? Are you okay, Eric? Eric, Eric, Eric. Get yourself oh, together, oh, man. Come on. You folks, wait on. You folks didn't hear that sh literally. <laughs> but yeah. Oh. But still, I'm still going to. We're going to still think about what we're going to do for next week. It's Christmas, and we better, you know, do whatever we can, you know. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. And we're going to try and do our best to, you know, have a great Christmas special next week. Because we have we've had a lot of great Christmas specials before, but hopefully we can make this one of the best. Yeah. And maybe who knows? Maybe Uriel could make a surprise return next week. I hope so. Oh yes, it's Uriel's yes. favorite. Yes, it's, it's, Uriel, it's Uriel's favorite holiday. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Oh uh. Um, that's it for me for my topic. So, who's next? Um, I'll go since I decided to pass gas. I'm just a gas oh, boy. Not just a boy toy. Boy toy. I'm just a gassy boy. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, hey, Chayden, how are you doing? Hey, by the, way, <laughs> hey, by the way, speaking of asses, let me tell you guys something real quick before you go. Before you I'm start. a gas man. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, it's not that. In fact, it has something to do with asses, believe it or not. <laughs> Um, my dog, Missy, before we got this new little bundle of joy, um, she has been on a spree as of late, like putting holes in, you know, other people's clothing and all that. She put, put a hole through my sister's shirt. Then she put a hole in my mom's shirt, her, one of her favorite shirts. Oh no. And oh. earlier this morning, she put a hole through my underwear on the back side of it. Are you? Oh my god! Oh meaning, my god! Meaning she literally tore me a new asshole. <laughs> oh, Dave's confirmed. Missy's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Missy's oh. the devil in AEW. 
Yeah. Um, so, oh, this is the devil. You know what? That would not surprise me. Uh, well, she anyways, was doing let's get, doggy let's style. Get... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get back to the topic. Look at I know a lot of people will be laughing at that joke for a long time, but it's actually oh. funny. All right. All right. <laughs> go ahead. Eric. I said I was going to go next because I'm, I'm already. Um, check it uh, Check it out. Here's the, here's, here's the 411. You know the McDonald's Golden Arches, right? Right. It's, a, it's the most famous mm-hmm. uh, symbol. Did you know, according, did you know that before the McDonald's, uh, you know, executive committee was thinking about changing the logo. But a, I don't know if you guys heard it, but uh, a psychologist uh, by the name of Louis Cheskin said, Cheskin? Cheskin. Okay, Cheskin. I thought it was Cheskin. <laughs> Louis Ches- Cheskin. And, right. and decided. <clears throat> Um, uh, so they, uh, they were the company ditched the company, but he did the, he divide, he advised the uh, McDonald's, uh, company to keep, to keep, oh, sweet dog, to keep the logo because they were, as he put it, mother McDonald's breasts. <laughs> what? And I knew, I knew it. I knew that it was going to lead to something related to chest. I knew it. Yeah, it, it, yeah. So it was really, really. Now, Reader's Digest, and he was a specialist in psychology of marketing, of course. And, um, you know, uh, when uh, Davis Matt Maston, who ran the company, and recalls that, yeah, the, the arches, the McDonald's arches, <clears throat> arches is referred as Ma, uh, Mother McDonald's breasts. I think it was like for like, um, you know, nobody ever thought about this. Nobody ever thought, you know, and a retired couple by the name of Robert and Margaret Sneed of Texas. They, and he said, uh, Robert said, I couldn't believe that. I only thought was a cup of coffee, fries, and a Big Mac. I guess there's some kind of subliminal thinking. Resumably, um, thing that's not supposed to know we're thinking this. Is that it? And he goes, I think of an archer being an entryway. I think of the, I think it's more being entry to a restaurant. Then again, I was never, never, never was that very imaginative. So hey, uh, they never hey, thought of it either. Hey, Eric, and, let me let me read this real quick. Like you have Chat GPT come up with songs and Russell's gimmicks and then sing them in that Russell's voice. Huh. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. Sweet dog. Until- oh, and yeah. Oh, and yeah. And, and uh, RGB says, "Yeah, Eric, sweet dog till it eats the asshole of your underwear out." Mm. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, so. So, uh, you know, according to the, uh, there's a book called The Total Package, not referring to, uh, by Thomas <laughs> Holmes. I know, I know. I was just thinking <laughs> Total Package. I know, y'all be thinking of Lex Luger and all the Total Package. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, he advised that the memory of the arches be kept in form of the M in, in McDonald's. His case was based on research that, that showed that the arches had Freudian Freudian applications to the subconscious mind of the consumer that were great assets in making a uh, marketing uh, McDonald's food. And um assets or asses. Okay. We're gonna go. I I forgot one point. The newspaper also printed that market research showed many people subconsciously connected McDonald's golden arches 
to mother and home cooking. Huh. So that's probably why with Mother McDonald's breasts come come in, which is <laughs> if you're replacing homemade food, you know, which is um by the way, you know, uh RJB just said Lex Luger has a book. I thought it might be called The Narcissist. <laughs> I mean that gimmick. But here here's where a coin uh, you know golden yeah, we, look how that out. The rounded M represents mummy's memories. Oh boy. <laughs> mummy's memories? Mammaries. 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 Boobs. Yes. That's what it meant. That's what the M that's what they're trying to say. The golden wait, if that's what the M is all about, why not put it upside down? Then it would look like oh. <laughs> actually in the 1960s, um they were prepared to ban but we successfully urged the company. Maintaining this branding with the Freudian symbolism of a pair of nourishing breasts. This may seem funny, but it's no laughing matter to the industrial psychologists and marketing consultants who are paid millions to find ways to seduce us into buying and manipulating our unconscious desires. That's probably what it means. So unbelievable that I, I was kind of shocked when I when I heard that. When I read that, read about this, I was like, you know, I go to McDonald's, I order some, sometimes I order a filet fish sandwich or a McChicken sandwich. Never thought the symbol would resemble boobs. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like <laughs> that makes me want to think who owns the restaurant now? Pamela Anderson, but I highly doubt it because she's, she's a vegan. But, but, <laughs> but mine, I digress. That, that and, was, uh, oh, my microphone fell. Uh, so there's, there's less of us, there's two topics. Wait. Right? Your your microphone fell just like David's. Yeah, my microphone fell, but you know it's it's it falls on soft surface. So, anyways, uh. um, so for my other topic, because we have four of us here, we have, usually have two topics. No, no, no. Whenever there's four of us or five of us, we only do one topic. Yeah, but it's four of us though. Or, yeah, or you, oh, no, Tom. No, what I'm saying is, I said like whenever there's like four of us or five of us on here, we do oh. like one topic. Okay, we one topic. okay. I was, I was kind of, I figured you know, it was like, it's okay. You can do another topic if you want to. I mean, it'll no, help that's us right. it's okay. So, so four or five of us, one topic. That's cool. I'm, I'm good with that. You know, I thought it was to Tom coming in. That's why. So anyway, so, yeah. So that's my, that's my topic. I thought that was very interesting. I thought everybody would want to hear it. And, uh, and, you know, it would be a little humor at the same time, but it's, it's really, it's really crazy. when you think about some psychologists telling, Oh, leave, keep the logo. Uh -oh. up there. Yep. You know, which the loose cannon is here. Oh my! Nah, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's going on, Usies? Hey, hey uh, check this Yeet. out. Oh wow! Look at that little puppy. That's so. How how old is he or she? It's a she, and she's like eight weeks old. She's half Labrador and half Pitbull. Wow, that's crazy. I don't think, and I think you missed the part where earlier this morning, right before we got her in the afternoon, you know, my, my, my pin, Missy, right? Yes. Okay. She, she's been having, doing this kind of spree as of late where she's been putting holes in other people's clothes. She first starts off with one of my sister's clothes, putting a hole in it on one of her shirts, then on one of my mom's shirts. And earlier this morning, she literally puts like, in like she puts a hole in the ass part of my underwear, literally tearing. Oh my goodness! Muscle. She literally. Well, there you go. 
She literally tears me a new asshole, Tom. That's her way of saying you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on, Eric. Wait, tell me. Wait a minute, you didn't tell me Missy Hyatt's in your room. Oh, no! You're paying a bit away at Rant and Rave Mania. Oh. Well, probably. I didn't what? take anything away from I didn't so, take anything. No, he didn't take anything away from me. Are you guys, so I don't know if you guys, I just joined. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if you alluded to it, but there's like major like breaking news going on in the WWE world between, and I don't know, we don't have to go into it yet, but if people stick around later, like a little bit later on the show, there's, um, Developments happening right now that are pretty much I kind of predicted it on a rant and rave episode earlier, like I guess maybe two weeks ago, was it? Uh it, it, it was a long time ago. It was a while ago, but I had a chance feeling that once uh I'll I'll leave it with a little hint before we go down there. I had a feeling that once CM Punk left AEW, there was gonna be a lot of shakeups and CM Punk would get the victory lap. But and I obviously <laughs> he'd get the victory lap, just, it, it, but he wouldn't have to do it like the young bucks did on, on live television. Or yes, yes, yes. His victory lap will be when he gets, a, when there's an X photo or a YouTube picture of him with a contract next to triple H and AEW is looking for a new place or not. We'll get into that later. I have a theory. Oh, <clears throat> I have Austin, a theory. theory. Yes. Just a, just a, hey, John, Austin, John. big bang, theory. a wrestling theory, the big bang. A town down. A town down. A town down. Smackdown. But anyway, did so, I miss yeah. anything? Um, we'll get we'll get to that in just a bit. Um, we'll we'll save you you for last in the host topics. You know. Yeah. Um, who's next, uh, Andrew or Michael? I gotta go next since I already spoke since I already ran in my own mouth, of course. All right. So we got the any. So we got an NHL scores for tonight, and of course my Maple Leaf, my Toronto Maple Leafs is currently losing right now against the Columbus Blue Jackets at uh, two nothing in the second. Uh, tie score for the Capitals and the Flyers at one to one. The Hurricanes beating the Red Wings at one nil right now at the end of the first. Calgary and in Minnesota no score yet. Same for Senators and Blues, and there are three games on later on tonight. We've got the Lightning and the Oilers at 9. And, of course, two 10 p.m. games, uh, the Blackhawks against Seattle and Florida and Vancouver. And that's the end of my topic. Well, that's quick. All that's right. Here Seattle we go. Cracking. Here we go. With, with an update in terms of the Continental Classic. And then we shift on over to Pro Wrestler of the Week. Pro Wrestler of the Week. First, in regards to the Continental Classic, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, no, you're not seeing things. John Moxley is the first man in the goalie to reach 12 points. No surprise there. Oh. He's very, very good. He's on a roll. Swerve Strickland in a close second with with Swerve Strickland and Jay White in close second with nine. Rushkin is on six. And Jay Lethal and Mark Briscoe officially eliminated. Like I mentioned. And in terms of this past Saturday on Collision, Andrade El Idolo leading the way in the Gold League with nine. I think they should rename Collision to AEW Collusion after what we're about to expose later on. Ooh. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> Ooh. Heel. Heel. 
Brody Lee in a close Brody Lee and Brian Danielson in a close second with six. Eddie Kingston and Claudio Castanelli tied with the three. So collision on Saturday night. Kingston and Castanelli better step up, or either one of the either one or both these guys gonna get eliminated because no one's stopping El Idolo and Brody King. And Danielson too. <laughs> Hold on a second. Sorry, sorry, yeah. I'm missing out on Tom. I had to haul ass and take a massive Gary. <laughs> oh, wow, he oh. names his. That's crazy. He names his shit after people too. I take massive Chaitons and Jordans all the time. Can <laughs> 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 I take massive Tom Willis? All the time. Well, there you go. And they're not, and they're not as stringy. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're really bulky. They're they're large, bulky. Rip your asshole. Exactly. <laughs> they're nuggets. They're nuggets. You'll be walking away with a bloody one after that. Oh my god. Oh. Well, some that. I mean, that does happen from time to time. You could get, you know, like you could have some of that time. Tom, I sympathize for your butt since Jory's a massive. Sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. It is. He, he gets it. He understands. It's and nice to way, know I that the chat room a... understands. I Listen, you may official. get the simpy of the people, but you don't get my simpy at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because every single time I drop a Jordan, I, I lose like 30 pounds. <laughs> I so, you're taking the, so you're taking a diet named after me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let Michael continue. And I think we can call it official for Brian Danielson. He's out of, he's out of the tournament. Oh. In terms of the Blue League. Really? Yeah. I never expected that. Cause I probably the injury is probably what's cost him. Yeah, totally. Damn, dude. I'm telling you, I think. Ever since Brian came to AEW, he's gotten more injuries than he's ever gotten when he was in WWE. Isn't that weird? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, one of the world's going on here. I, I think that he, um, WWE, if you remember correctly, when CM Punk was wrestling for the WWE, they let a lot of guys wrestle injured and they got in a lot of trouble for doing that. So uh, WWE might be more strenuous because people I are getting hurt. One and let that one slide. People have been getting hurt in general a lot in, in both companies. Wrestlers are getting hurt way more often. And I just think it's because nowadays they're so strict on asking them to wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't. Yeah. But... Yeah. I do have to say something. If there's one thing that, that I have to agree with Bret Hart on is that I'm getting real sick and tired of wrestlers being treated like circus animals, you know? Because again, we're, I mean, like, Brian Danielson, he's been in the business for such a very long ass time. And the fact that he gets hurt during this tournament, that doesn't surprise me one bit because again, he's been getting injured a lot more this year than anybody on the roster. Mm-hmm. But in terms of pro wrestler of the week, I'm telling you, the, iron, the men's iron survivor, one of the biggest comebacks in history. Four consecutive falls, last minute to get the win. Wow. Whoop that trick indeed. Hmm. 
Whoop trick that game. trick. Whoop that trick. Whoop. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Speaking of injuries, Rich Holland took out Biggie, and now Dragunov, you have to let that dude go. Wait a second. What do you mean? Do you Next, probably, probably when he delivers a belly-to-belly suplex. Wait, yeah. did this happen recently with Dragunov? Yeah, yeah, I think, um, yeah. I, I'm, re- I'm reading. A, it was an, an NXT house show. Jesus, help us! And yeah, Tr- Trick Williams looked great, by the way. Uh, taking off a stretcher, facing off against uh, SmackDown star. I'm telling you, if I if, if if there's one thing I'm not gonna do when I if I go to the WWE, I'm not working with that guy. Okay, mm. Tr- Trick I mean, Williams. I don't, no, I'm not, okay. <laughs> I would I, I could work with Trick Williams. Okay, me and him could make a good story together. But no, I'm talking about freaking Rich Holland, Mister. Oh. I think I can pull a uh, you know an overhead you know belly to belly suplex better than Kurt Angle dick wad. You know I, I'm not. I would can work. You just, with that. Can you just do it regular? That you know what that could be perfect for him. But instead, I mean, like, what does he do? He has to freaking injure people. Okay, let me continue on because I have the article right here according to Wrestling. Inc. Okay, go ahead and read it. Before we get um, taking a range from a stretcher, according to Fightful's uh, Corey Brennan, the injury was a storyline. And anyone on said actually was told it was just good acting, uh, apparently on Dragonov's part. So, and as I was just writing, there's no word on which spot in the match will lead to report injury angle. Social media used, your, users were quick to accuse Holland, who has a history of injury, injuries April 2022. Talk about the big, biggest Felix, um, uh, Phil Isaac's rifle. And then, <clears throat> and uh, the house show and taping the last two NXT shows off the, of the year, uh, coming off a victory over uh, Corbin at deadline, and then appeared and he, he said, so he's still set to defend his title against Williams at Brand New Evil though, a Brand New Year's Evil. Hmm. If that was work, damn good acting by Dragonoff. Okay, it well. Was- that is, but, but you know what, and now RJB saying, but that could be a good gimmick for Ridge Holland. People don't want to face him because he'll break their neck. May have something there, but then again, but that whole thing with Biggie, that was just an accident. Like, remember when Paul Heyman made a, a- accidents you know, happen? You know, oh, Gary's in yeah, I mean, oh, it's Gary Hunt. Hello, ladies. Yeah. So, but anyway, like the thing is, remember when Paul Heyman made Chris Benoit? the crippler after he accidentally broke Sabu's neck. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you. he became the crippler. Yeah, and the thing is, I mean, like, that was all fine and all, but he wanted to know if Sabu was okay when he was being told that. Yeah. And Paul Heyman never didn't want to tell him. Hey, yeah. he, he used the crippler crossface. Yeah, the crippler crossface. Yeah, there, that, that too. Jordan, your bullshit ass was in my dreams last night. <laughs> Oh wow! Right, <laughs> let's see. Honestly, I don't know what what to make of that. I mean, I feel flattered. <laughs> but anyway, um, that injury makes me cringe every time I see that spot with Sabu. Yeah, especially when Joey Styles says, "Did you see the way he landed on his head? The way how he says it, you know?" Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was. Actually, it was quite bizarre. How bizarre was this dream, Gary? I... <laughs> hey, so, so I have a perfect song. So, uh, pup, puppies yes, right here. Yes. When Jordan was when Jordan was in your dreams, did uh, did you hear anything? Oh my! God. 
Oh God! Turn it off before we get copyrighted, man. <laughs> I killed it. It's five. Hey, I'm gonna get my puppy. Oh, your puppy. <laughs> Please don't get us copyrighted, dude. Come on now. I played this a million times in the Outcast. We never got copyrighted. Not once. Hey, hang on a second. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, man. I'm going to close my door real quick, okay? All right, man. All right. Yeah, see, the thing is, this song, we not one time did we uh, ever. Really? But even, even if you did, it, it, would just be, it would just be demonetized on the video, but this videos aren't monetized anyway, so it doesn't matter. All right, guys. All right. Let's get let's get right to it. Tom, let's go with your topic, because I know what it's about, and I, you said it in the chat that me, you, Eric, Brandon, David, and Chayton are in, so let's go. Okay, so, and this is this is breaking news based on I have. I wonder if I have my old, my old. Uh, what we're going to talk about. Apparently, it's not. You know, it's not like you know. It's a fake story. You no, see it's not that. a fake story. It's actually pretty shocking. And then there's there's some factual details, and then there's some theories that I have. I'll sprinkle in it, but I want to pull up the report right now, uh, so I get it at, uh, so you guys can read along if you, if you want to. And you could find out too. So here we go. WWE. Hold on, it's loading. I'm going to pull up the exact article. But WWE, as we know lately, has been uh, looking for a new place for Raw. Monday Night Raw is very clearly uh, not bound to be on a on a on the USA or on Fox. Now, now we're not going to talk about the Fox thing because there's still a chance that it's going to stay on Fox because Fox wants to put it on their FS1. So we'll see how that goes. But anyway, yeah, right but now, people, not a lot of people have Fox Sports. Yeah, yeah. But right now, that ain't the right one. What the hell is this? I don't know. I lost the video. I used to have like a better Are one. You yeah, there it is. Yes, yes. WWE meets with Warner Brothers Discovery about the TV rights. Yeah, that's right. Earlier today, about 10 hours ago, right now. That uh, there's a report from PW Insider, and right now you can read this on comicbook.com, but it's also reported from many other outlets. It's not just that. But anyway, um, as we know, and I'm, before I get into the article, I'll talk about what happened earlier on in the year. Around the summertime, they tried to meet with Warner Brothers early, and everybody laughed because like AEW has a deal with Warner Brothers. That'll never happen. We'll never see it, blah, blah, blah. That's so why I kept hearing it nonstop. Well, according to multiple sources, that the moment CM Punk was signed by WWE and Warner Brothers found out, they ironically were opening up talks again. Now, you might be wondering, how much exactly is uh, WWE looking for for Monday Night Raw? Well, the number that's been shopped around is $4 million a year. And that's how much they want for, for the broadcasting rights for that. But anyway, as of reported, Nick Khan and CEO Paul Levesque met with Warner Brothers Discovery's chief revenue and Strategy officer Bruce Campbell this past Monday. And that's why there was rumors that uh, Triple H hasn't been on Raw lately because he's been dealing with this. Anyway, uh, headquarters, in they were in New York City. Now, there's been conflicting reports that 
Triple H wasn't in New York. But when you, I don't know if that's just smoke and mirrors because when you see all these sources saying that he was in New York, then I tend to believe he was. But the meeting was centered around moving Monday Night Raw to the Warner Brothers Network, which essentially could be TNT, probably TNT. Warner I mean, Brothers Discovery. Yeah, we let's be honest, they'd want to put it on TNT. Uh, the talks went for several hours. There are still a lot of suitors for the red brand, as Con, as Con and Paul have been looking for different partners. And they were in Los Angeles a few weeks back. Now, speaking of Los Angeles, this weekend, there is a there is a potential. Well, there is not a potential. There's a fact. Uh, CM Punk is there for a live show. So basically what is happening is there's a meeting going on with him and other higher ups at Warner Brothers to talk. Ironically, it's probably going to be on a Saturday when uh, AEW Collision is supposed to be happening. And you got CM Punk talking to people that... He's the reason why they had that show. So I'm gonna be yeah. very, we all know that CM Punk is not afraid to say how he feels. So it's going to be very interesting what he says, because I'm sure they're going to want to know his side of the story. Because before I get to this article, imagine you put yourself in TNT or Warner Brothers shoes, okay? And you get a whole new show, AEW Collision. And this is your Saturday show. And you're sold on the fact that CM Punk is going to be on that show. You know what I'm saying? You look, you said that CM Punk's going to be there. This whole entire promotional work and your highest ratings for that are all banked on the fact that CM Punk is going to be on AEW collision every Saturday night. Then you find out he's been fired. Now, what does that tell you? What if you're higher ups and you banked on the fact that this show is going to succeed? What does that say to you? When you're sitting there like, well, great. Now you just, do you hold any trust in AEW? AEW does things on a whim. They fire somebody because I think we're all pretty much in clear. We all understand that Tony Khan is a mark. Tony Khan doesn't know how to manage talent. If we see that, if we see that, then obviously Warner Brothers sees that. Who's They've dealt with shows all of their life. This is what they do. They deal with shows. So they already know from the jump, this guy ain't fit. We can't trust this guy. This guy is not going to keep our, our the ratings afloat. This guy is not what we need to invest all of our chips in. WWE is breaking viewership records on YouTube. They're breaking viewership represent, uh, records on pay-per-view. WWE is at their peak right now in years. And now there's a chance for them to get a hold of Monday Night Raw. So... Why the hell wouldn't they do it? Wrestling obviously, is... It's obviously for money because remember back in 2000 when they jumped from the USA Network to TNN, the new TNN, yeah. they found a spike. They yeah. were like paid, according to Paul Heyman, $100 billion per, you know, to give the Vince McMahon to jump there. And... Or $100 million. $100 million or $100 billion, It depends on how it was. Probably $100 million. Hundred billions unrealistic, but hundred million for two thousand and two—that sounds about right. But two thousand, it was in two thousand. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's a pretty big, that's a good profit right there. But we're talking four hundred million. Uh, that's like that's got to be the highest offer for anybody to jump ship from one TV channel to the other. Well, it wouldn't be jumping ship because I think that their contracts up regardless, so they would just go on to it. Yeah, but this is what I wonder. After all the years that they've been on the USA Network since they returned in 2005, which they should have stayed on there and never jumped from TNN, because, again, what was the whole point of that? But then again, you know, it's all about the money. Um, yes. But still, 
I, I'm telling you, I mean, if they jump from the USA Network to TNT, that will be like hell freezing over like CM Punk, like his new T-shirt design. Like the, the, the very channel Monday Night Raw destroyed WCW Nitro, that would be very, it'd be like pissing on WCW's grave, you know, if they yeah. do that. Now, if you're a new time listener, you've been living under a rock for a while. Warner, oh. Brothers, <laughs> Warner Brothers Discovery got back in professional wrestling. Uh, what was it? 2019 when they had AEW TV rights and they debuted AEW Dynamite on the TNT network. It was like fall of 2019. Uh, and uh, supposedly, according to Tony Khan, this relationship is great. Everything's great. They love us over there. They love us at Turner Network. Uh, Oh, shut up. Tony, you are such an idiot. <laughs> of course, he is a fucking chill. He is he is he is worse than Eric Bischoff when it comes yeah, to I mean he's like that. I mean Tony Khan, in my view, is one of the most terrible liars I have seen as of late. I mean, I'm not gonna say he's a bigger liar than Hulk Hogan, but I'm gonna tell you right now, everything that Tony Khan has been spewing as of late, I mean, mostly on social media, he's been going absolutely crazy. I mean, so, it's bad if you make it yourself like a jackass. Let me, you let me ask you this, Jordan. If your relationship is... So if Tony Khan is that girlfriend to the Warner Brothers network, and there's such a good relationship, how would you feel if you're Tony Khan and they're talking to another hot ticket in town, going out to dinner, having meetings? I... I'd feel pissed. Would, that, would, would the relationship be so great now? No, it wouldn't be great. I'd feel pissed. I feel I feel like I'd be stabbed in the back. Yep, yep. But they felt like they were. So rumors are that they, all of the higher ups at Wonder Brothers, have lost interest. At least in Vince what, has done more good things, and at least defeated Vince in the ratings. Yeah, for 83, 84 weeks in a row. And guess what? It was only a matter of time before Vince bounced back. And besides, let's be honest, Eric Bischoff, he's no innocent lamb himself either. So, yeah. So back to this. So, oh, yeah, they do have, you know what? That's, that's funny that this guy mentioned it. Warner Brothers Discovery um, it has a working relationship with Cody and John Cena. Like yes. Cody and John Cena, because Cody, he used to, you know, he was the reason why AEW Dynamite even had, was on TNT. You're right. That's and, a good point. And so then there was a reality show for, for a little while on, on there, on TBS or TNT. And then there's John Cena working on there for a freaking Wipeout. So if you think, for, I'm talking to the people that think this, not everybody. If you think for a second that Warner Brothers didn't call Cody Rhodes and they didn't go, hey, Cody, what happened? And he didn't tell them what happened, then you're fucking crazy. You're crazy. Of course he did. And let me tell you this. I, I posted this in a private chat earlier. And I've been listening to we we actually discussed this a few months ago, and this is a little side topic, but it'll bring me back to the main point. So spare with me for this one moment. Cody Rhodes has always alluded to the fact that something happened behind the scenes, something something that made him leave AEW. I think I figured it out. He said it in a Stone Cold interview, and I yeah, figured it out. Skull sessions with Stone Cold Steve Austin. So if you want to look back and listen to it, sure. But I can say what it is with with confidence based on how he kind of alluded to it because he tried to bullshit his way out of the answer, and Austin gave him that stare, that stare like I don't, you're not bullshitting me. And then he went back. At first, Cody was like, "Well, um, they didn't need me. Uh, they grew up. They didn't need me." And Austin was looking at him, and he goes, "Okay, well, I'm not being completely honest here." 
And he says that. <laughs> Austin gave him that death stare. He's like, I'm not being honest here. Austin, you, you, I mean, we may not agree on a lot of things, but you, Steve Austin, you have really won me over with that. <laughs> and, and he was like, listen, I didn't want to be a gatekeeper to wrestling. I didn't want to be a gatekeeper to wrestling. That was his comment. And then he said other stuff, but that comment, I took that. And I'm like, now knowing what we know and how CM Punk had issues with backstage stuff and Hangman Adam Page literally said in an interview, I'm going to keep you from that title. I'm going to keep you from that title. He admitted to gatekeeping. He aired dirty laundry out into the ring and said to everybody, I'm defending the company from you. So you're saying you're gatekeeping. Fast forward to the interview with Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes says, I didn't want to be a gatekeeper. Ladies and gentlemen, I think I figured out why Cody Rhodes left because Cody knows what CM Punk knows and they were gatekeeping and Cody didn't want to be a part of that bullshit. CM Punk's always been right. So CM Punk has always been right since the very beginning. Since the very beginning. They've been trying to gatekeep. And he's been telling telling us that guys like Hangman Adam Page, guys like um, the the Nick, uh, the fucking uh, Victory Lap assholes, and of course, <laughs> super the victory lap assholes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even want to talk about them. And then you got you know Kenny. Yeah, let me tell you something. Jack Swagger and you know, and his Eagle mascot do better victory laps than they do. <laughs> yeah, they can take a victory lap around the toilet next time I flush it. Oh, over yet, or over yet, the uh, the social outcasts they do a better victory lap around the ring with Bo Dallas than than the than the elite do. So, so with all that being said. And knowing what I know now, I can confidently say that it was gatekeeping. I'll it was show, gatekeeping. I'll show it, Romy. But go ahead, keep going, Tom. It was gatekeeping that took Cody Rhodes away from AEW. So if you have anybody to blame, it's AEW. CM Punk was trying to tell us that these assholes were trying to gatekeep professional wrestling and they were trying to run AEW dry. And 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 as I said a week before, um, they're a bunch of children. And they learned from their boss, who's a child wrestling fan at heart, which nothing wrong with it. Just don't run a company like that. That's actually all they were children long before they were working with another child. I'm trying to signal what I, Villain Isaac's wife was dead. Bullseye. That's what I'm saying. Bullseye. He said AEW is losing because they let the dirt cheese in the, in the backstage drama way too much. That's why they will go belly up. They already lost 34 million bucks this year alone. Yes, after remember last year the Bull, talk was, yeah, bullseye, 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 double the money in the pot. Don't care. Hold on yeah. a second. Well, well, sucks for Hangnail since he has diseases from drinking the blood in that match. Ugh. So, so now fast. So now we figured out why Cody Rose left based on based on and what he said. What, you know what? And, and since you brought that up, I guess that all clears up why he left. Because again, like, who wants to be a gatekeeper? Yeah, he didn't want to, and he got out of there. And he could see it. CM Punk came in. CM, let's be honest. CM Punk is ready to fucking leave that company the first <clears throat> at, at the brawl out. He wanted out of that contract from that moment on. He he wanted a new show. He didn't want anything to do with them. That's why he, he pushed for a new show. That's why he wanted to be on that new show. He didn't want to be there. And I can't blame him because they were a bunch of children. He wanted to keep, he, he was yawning for the, he, he probably realized, you know, I, what am I lowering myself to this standard? Why am I trying to help a bunch of assholes? This guy wants to throw himself on glass, then good. He can go fuck himself. I'll leave. He can throw himself yeah. on glass. Fuck with the glass, too, up his ass. 
he can throw himself on glass at Wembley Stadium because that's the biggest reaction he'll ever be in front of. He should just go back to acting like his dad. I mean, let's be honest. This ain't this ain't the business for children. It's for his real guys. Was, can... His dad was probably a better wrestler than he was back in the old days. So, this is... so, so that. Hey, so, so what's going on, Godfather? So now that all being said, let's fast forward to, to today, and right. people want to wonder why a why WWE would want to um remember why why Warner Brothers would want to side with WWE. Well, I've just kind of laid it out. They're backstage politics. Obviously, Cody Rhodes is talking, and obviously, CM Punk is talking to them, and we do know that Triple H and Nick Khan are talking to them. So, and this is the second talks. This ain't the first talks. This is the second time they've met. And now money's being reportedly talked about. So now we're getting down to the details. So uh, I don't know when I don't know when the contract goes out, but, but um, this is what's going on. So obviously we're going to stay up to date to this, but I do want to propose a theory. Uh, hold on, John Cena has been talking to them as well, from what we now are hearing. Yeah, and John Cena has also been talking to MJF, and what is that talks about? Ooh. I know. I don't think they were talking about the Iron Claw at the red carpet. They, I think they, they took a picture they at the premiere of the Iron talking. Claw, which, by the way, I'm planning on seeing. Anybody yeah. who wants to see it, please do, because I watch I watched Austin's uh, Putnam's review on it. I thought it was I thought it was awesome, and that makes me want to go watch it. Yeah, that, that, I love that. That's really juicy. I can't hey, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, Gary just said if MJF goes to the WWE, that's it. I I agree. That that will be that will be the the fall and in fact the absolute downfall of AEW because remember re- remember the I mean I MJF has been like their their big golden ticket, you know, for quite some time and if he leaves AEW for WWE, it's over. Well, I just see in the chat that MJF is already signed to AEW until 2027. But well, that's there, assuming there are some AEW is around. Well, there are some contracts that you can you know get out of. Oh yeah, you can. And wrestling contracts are worth. Like, remember, remember with Bret Hart, you know, with the uh, you know before he left for WCW, even though he never wanted to. Yes, they, I mean. There you go. There, there are contracts that can you can get out of even before the expiration date. I'm just saying, what if AEW ain't around for that long? Like we're assuming that they're going to be around for another four years. But I mean, look what happened to them in in one year. They lost millions of dollars. So, I mean, if they keep running their company like they're running it right now, yeah. He got not- out, yeah and, and speaking of, and Romy just mentioned TNA. You know, with Kurt Angle, how he got out of his to go to TNA. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I, and you know what? The thing is. Christian Cage, he actually, you know, he was, you know, he was supposed, like, he had talks backstage at Taboo Tuesday 2005, you know, to, like, to re-sign with WWE, but he decided to get out of it. And that's why he jumped to TNA as well. In fact, anybody can get out of their contract if they want to go to a different company. I mean, it's not like, you know, I mean, like, wrestlers, wrestlers can be very, you know, very, you know, creative when it comes to wanting to get more money and go to venture other places. So it's not, it's not impossible. Yeah. WWE said, I love this comment right here. AEW is full of children. I would never send my kids to that daycare. Oh wait. Yeah. WWE, <laughs> <laughs> WWE sends all their children to that daycare. Ben, you are the man. Uh, That's funny, ben. 
So all that being said, okay, and, and now the question left is what happens to AEW? What I, happens what to AEW? I mean... I'll let you guys talk about it, but I have a theory. Well, first of all, Alex Putnam, my favorite Putnam brother, just showed up. Okay, let me just say this real quick. First of all, we know AEW's been around since 2019. And remember, this was before they were, you know, got a TV deal, okay? And back in 2019, we we thought this company was actually going to do great things for the business. I mean, we thought they were going to give us, you know, some new, you know, innovative, cutting edge, and probably new content to help us, you know, actually see more wrestling than ever. And this was before they decided I had to have that deal with, you know, time, you know, with the, with everything with the TV, with TNT, and then later on with TBS. But here's the problem. Ever since, you know, ever since like maybe after 2021, once we hit 2022, things have been trying, have been went, went from good to bad. And, and, and plus here's another thing we need to talk about. Look at the TV ratings as of late, ever since they began and look at them now. Like, do you honestly think, do you think TBS or TNT will want, you know, a wrestling company producing like 800,000 viewers per week? So here's the, can I tell you the, I just, here's the problem with AEW's format right now. Go ahead. WWE has way more avenues to watch their program. They do yeah. a they do a thirty to forty minute show on YouTube after Raw that highlights everything that happened. They do an hour and a half epi- uh, show of Raw on Hulu the next day. They have multiple airings of their show on television. They have a WWE network that airs it a month later. They have so many avenues to watch their show. WWE doesn't just do a good job with ratings on the day of their show being aired. WWE gives people multiple avenues to watch their show. AEW, AEW, dude, it's like pulling teeth to watch a fucking episode if you miss it. Like, and plus, you know, you know, you know, Kevin Daddy, right? Like, he lives in the UK. I mean, they, I don't think, they don't have that much outlets for the UK. They have Fight TV. Yeah. If if you don't have good internet, then you're fucked. But as far as I'm concerned, everybody knows that AEW was supposed to be the next big thing for, you know, professional wrestling. And as far as I'm concerned, I mean, no offense, but it's gotten from a point where you got Cody Rhodes leaving, a guy who helped, you know, build the company because he's a co-founder or whatever. Then you got, you know, CM Punk leaving or fired as it were, you know, wrongfully for the, you know, for even though for right reasons. And then you've got, you know, other people leaving, you know, like QT Marshall. He left recently. I mean, yeah, yeah. because I think they're seeing through the BS that is going on backstage with the, you know, the young bucks and everything. So in my personal opinion, I think AEW has become a toxic cesspool where it it can't be a place to work at. Yeah. I think it starts with Tony Khan. I do. I do agree. Uh, I see Dan in the chat. How's it going? And I do agree with him saying that they could flip the script. Yes, they could flip the script and the flipping the script would mean Tony Khan needs to either take a back seat a little bit. And, and maybe he is doing that. It's not just in him himself. The ratings have been dipping too. They lost money this year. Um, you do you do lose money when it, when the company is new, but the company isn't exactly new. It, it, at this point, it's four years old. So let's relax on the new thing. Um, I wouldn't like, call it new. Maybe like, new-ish, but 
like at the beginning, like when I first started live reacting to Collision, I mean, you notice that I still react to it. And it's only because one, I want to, you know, do some live reactions on my channel. And I like hanging out with Eric, you know, and he has a good time doing it with me, even if we drive each other crazy. No offense meant. But still, at the end of the day, their attendance is, uh, is another thing. They, they're having, you know, is a bit of a mark. Oh, no. He, no, he's, he's afraid for his life. He's like, he, he, you know, he's never been the same since he almost died behind scenes. You know, he's. Yeah, shot. he almost got killed by Philip Brooks. He almost died, you know? Yeah, we got to be. Yeah, we got to fear for his life. I'm worried. The guy, the guy had a monitor. The guy, the guy had a monitor in 2023. He had a monitor in 2023. That's probably only this thick. This monitor almost killed him. It's probably thinner than this. It almost destroyed him. Look, you know? look right there. You see that? You see, hold on. You see, see right up there? There used to be a monitor up there. That used that, that almost killed me. Yeah, like like no, but that's a bigger monitor. We're talking about monitors. I've seen go online if you want to do a little bit of research that you're Doesn't watching. Matter. It's still a monitor. Try to murder. Look, look up monitors that they use at these shows, and um, they're smaller than your average. This smaller than this monitor, and they're skinny. So fair pink was toxic. <laughs> but still, and then there's a second thing we need to also go about. Well, like, before you go into that, I want to just put the last point because I do have a theory. On what AEW? Because I don't want to be all negative about AEW. I want to. I want to leave with a, a bit of a, a, a potential opportunity that could arise because of this possible WWE Monday Night Raw being on TNT and how crazy that would be. And I would, like imagine seeing Raw with the TNT logo at the bottom. Like, holy crap! It blew my mind. I haven't seen that since since WWE in two thousand and one. <laughs> the, the when WCW had the custom yeah. made. Uh, TNT logo with their Monday Nitro thing. Yeah. I mean, like that'd be crazy. I just that would be nuts. I but think be, I think that'd be awesome. But then they could do like Monday Nitro throwback shows, like they do their Raws, but have like I don't know, just the potential is just so cool. But you regardless, what? wait, 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 wait. If they were partner up with TBS and TNT, okay, I, I think this would be funny. What they, they could come back under on TBS <laughs> just for one episode, just for one episode, one time only. Thunder, <laughs> they could bring back. WCW one night nitro or something. No, not even they could if they wanted to, but I could just see them doing <laughs> if they really wanted to, they could because they own the rights and now they need the network to do it on. I don't know the potential there is so cool, but I want I don't want to go there. I'm talking about AEW. AEW has a huge opportunity, but sticking with they can stick with uh Warner Brothers still. And 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 I know that sounds crazy because WW how can Warner Brothers have AEW and WWE on the same network. It's like it's really weird. It's like it's like pissing in the same pot without flushing. It's just it's just a weird thing to talk about. But like I do think it can work because I think that if AEW wants to go streaming only and go on to the Max network cuz Discovery is looking for content to put up on Max and WWE has that deal with Peacock, so WWE can't put their stuff on Max. I guarantee you the streaming rights are belong to NBC. So bring back the WWE network as a streaming service in and of itself. I don't know because Peacock is making pretty good bank on WWE as much as crap we hear. Yeah, well, their 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 pay-per-views are getting huge ratings on Peacock. It might even be the number one thing that streams on Peacock is WWE paper live events. That might be their number one viewed thing. Well, that's maybe Sunday night football, maybe. Uh, but as far as as far as what I, I can tell, I, I agree with this one other thing. Another problem with AEW, it's overstuffed with talent to where they don't know how to utilize them. 
And, and that's another thing because a majority of them are, are are like either held back in catering or they're just or they're in dart matches. Like you know, it's it's getting real real tough, you know. And I personally think number two days of our lives. Oh gosh, maybe. But I think um, Sunday night football. And <laughs> as I'm talking about now, I don't know if Days of Our Lives airs live. I'm talking about live streaming stuff on Peacock. Uh, I mean, it might, but it, I, I think out of the two, it would be NFL and WWE. And I don't think Peacock wants to lose either. So, and I do believe that Peacock is probably going to stick with WWE streaming. And I think that Max wants to get that. They see what wrestling does to Peacock. So I'm sure that Max wants to try to get into the game. And Discovery sticking with AEW would be you all you stream Max exclusively, which then gives me a fucking option to watch it. I don't have to be an arm and a leg if I miss it. Um, or I sometimes record it and it doesn't record. And then I'm like, well, I guess I'm not watching this week's episode of Dynamite. Uh, so you know, I just realized something. Like if something were to happen to AEW, if it were to go out of business, what about Ring of Honor? Uh, well, I don't think it's going out of business. I think they're going to never go out of business. They got their own streaming service. I'm even yeah. subscribed to it now. I, I maybe AW expands the streaming service themselves and makes their content. I, I think Max is going to take, I think I wouldn't be shocked if AW stays on the network because and WWE they both coexist because the opportunity to get Monday Night Raw is too enticing for Warner Brothers to um give up, even if they already have a deal with AW. I answer this to Gary. I know what it is at this point. It's a developmental system at this point for it's AEW. Their NXT. Yeah. Well, it's not. Well, I I hate when when someone says it, it's. It is NXT. though. Well, okay, then how is it, it not? It doesn't, it doesn't have. Okay, look, it's two hours long every time on their streaming service. Yes, but all the matches are too short. You know. Well, that's that. That's fair, but it's still they're developmental. The show's not the same. I'll give you that. It's not yeah. even as good as the NXT. Let me tell but you yeah, something. Kerry Selkin on there, he'd fix that shit right away. It says, Tony Khan is fascinated with belts. How many How many belts does AEW have? Too many belts. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, and plus ROH, they have, they have like lesser belts to me. I mean, they got the world title, the tag team title television title, pure wrestling title, and the six-man tag title, and the women's world title. See, That's I agree with this comment right here. Ring of Honor is not Ring of Honor anymore. No, it's not. It's not the same company. Because, because again, like, Tony Khan, all he did was just buy it because because he wanted to, you know, repeat history. Only the thing is, it's not repeating history. I mean, it's not like Shane McMahon, you know, buying a WCW, even though that was never really him. That was just a story. Yeah, and I wish that they told the story a little better. But anyway, that's the report here. Warner Brothers talking to WWE. It's been confirmed. And also CM Punk is going to be meeting with them. 500 um, AW belts? Oh, God. Don't. My Cody Rhodes theory, I think, is pretty accurate. I really believe that based on I, all of them. I agree with Cody. I think, you know, he's telling the truth. And yeah. by the way, shout out to Steve Austin for giving him the death stare. <laughs> yeah, you know it was. I, I would play the clip, but we'd get copyrighted. We would get copyrighted, but it's pretty cool. But, and that's my topic. Anybody on here? What are you guys thinking of what, what was just talked about? Let's go with uh, Michael. Yeah, I think you said it better yourself. It's storytelling to me. Yeah. Just Tony Khan doesn't, doesn't know how to control the company. 
Yeah, that's what's going to cost them their their deals with their own television outlets too. Yeah, so same answer. for being a boss, Andrew. What do you got to say? Because we'll let Eric go last. Uh, I same answer from Michael. All right. All right, Eric. I'll tell you what, AEW better do something, and they do better do something quick. Because I'll tell you one thing right now. The best things they have going for AEW right now is three words. Timeless Tony Storm. Uh, all right. Yeah. I, listen. True. Listen. I want to make you annoyed by this. Look what the woman has done. Look what the woman has done. I didn't done. see this coming. Eric, sell me. You know? Look what the woman has done. Okay? She has taken a gimmick and ran with it. And ever since then, you know, there, you know, listen, we got Riho. She came back and everything else. I mean, the women's division does need, need a little bit more savior of AEW, Tony Storm. Yeah, yeah, might you know, for the women's division, at least, yes, for the women's division, I agree with, yeah, for the women's division, at least, yeah, and that's the only reason why I watch AEW because of her. Kikaru Sheet is another, I'm sure Gary will probably have something to say about that. But time, time was Tony Storm has been the best thing. If, yeah. but if, if AEW does not do anything soon. They're going to lose talent like her. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if she goes back to the WWE. And because with Triple H now, you know, with, with Triple H can uh, can do something and make things change. And, you know, we've seen, we've seen a lot of uh, people come back because of Triple H. Yeah. What's yeah. going on with Kenny Omega? Like, why did they downplay him for the last year? Like, why? It just seems like he, 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 he's way, he's way more power. He had, he's way more, when he was in New Japan and when he was in other companies, he was the man. He was like the man. And then like for the last year, he's totally taken a back seat. They, AEW doesn't know how to make big stars seem like big stars unless they have a title. Like, let me go to WWE. They all seem like there's so many big stars right now without titles. Hold up, hold up a second, Tom. Hate to cut you off. Philip says, did you all hear Moxley's comments? No. I think he wants out of his contract as well. I did hear something about them. Let me search it. Imagine, me in, a, uh, imagine me in a wrestling matchup. He's, he has never been in a locker room with more. I've been known as the Eliminator. I've been wearing a long trench leather jacket, black leather jacket, black t-shirt, black jeans, black sneakers with shades on and had this there, big old mean towel and my lightning shot elbow. I'd be like, Oh, you're not going to people out with it. So I will tell you this, though. I will tell you this. Guys like Cody Rhodes go to AEW, and if this whole CM Punk thing, <clears throat> excuse me, and this whole CM Punk thing works out, it's telling a lot of those past WWE guys, <clears throat> hey, it's not so bad over here. Yeah, hey, yeah. hey, the guy the, the, uh, actually, the other side. <laughs> actually great right now. We're having fun. Or actually, the money's greener on the other side. Like looking around. Yeah, the money's greener and we're having fun. Like, <laughs> we can't complain. Mr. Hughes. Mr. Lean. I didn't I can't find his comments. I don't know what he says. Um uh, well, I know he said it was on oral sessions with Renee Bouquet. Oh, wow. What is that, a porno? Oh, my God. You wish. There <laughs> 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 you know. Whoa, is this PG? I don't even know if this is PG. 
I don't even know if that's PG. Our <laughs> <laughs> truth. They that's left hard. because of Vince. They'll come back because of Paul. I you know agree. what? I yeah. agree. Yep. Yep. Cesaro, NXT guy, comes back because of Paul. Yep. Funny thing I'm, is, he challenged Vince McMahon, thinking that you know that he that he would you know win him over. And funny yeah, thing you is, know who else? You know who else is going to come back? Who? Um, the current your current woman's New Japan wrestling champion, right? She's still oh, Sasha no. Banks. She still has the title. No, I think I think she got beat by Mayu Iwatani. But I think she's coming back to WWE. You think Sasha Banks is going to come back? I have 100%. 100%. I have AJ, to. Lee, AJ Lee's oh, coming then, back. Then, oh, hold on a second. Then, then what, what's going to happen next? Oh, if she doesn't get her way, like if she's she left. No, timeout. No, no, Number no, one, you don't even know what happened. You don't even know what happened. Let me say this real quick, and then I'll let you speak. Go ahead. What's going to happen next if, if she doesn't get her way up in that company? Is she going to start whining, moaning, bitching, throwing titles at people in management, and then she's going to like leave for the next few months and, and then like you know take her ball and go home? Is that what's going to happen if she doesn't you know get her way? <laughs> she she no well, okay. First off, she will she she will take her title, and she'll wear it better than a lot of the women, and I can't. I can't, I can't stand. So I actually think that this is great. I I think she was great for the women's division. I think WWE mishandled her, and she walked out. Should she have walked out? Probably not. But were they treating her like crap? Yes, definitely. They were treating John Moxley like crap too. John Moxley could have walked out. So like WWE were treating people like crap, and they did how they felt they needed to handle it. Oh, and remember Moxley's last payment? You know, in the WWE on his last night there. Just a one or just I think it was one hundred dollars. I just remember him acting like I just remember his gimmick. That's it's just everything about that year. Oh my birth. god, that was terrible. But I, but I look, I just don't trust her. That's just my. What thing. you're crazy? Sasha Banks was one of the best women's division. Division. She's one of the best, yes. But the thing is, she's like Shawn Michaels back in the nineties. Perfect. Then sign her up twice over. I'll tell you what. Look at what Shawn Michaels did. He changed a lot. He changed a lot over the years. Yeah, well, from what I'm hearing, she can still be somewhat of a bitch, you know, well, like somewhere in real life. Like Bailey. In fact, this could be good if Bailey gets kicked out of damage control, like they're trying to, to turn the turn loss of uh, connection. Double return at, at Royal Rumble. You were gonna get Sasha Banks and we're gonna get AJ Lee. Double return. Yeah. Or or maybe we get AJ Lee before Royal Rumble. Because, but I don't think so because Becky Lynch kind of started a different feud on Raw. If you guys caught it, so Not I don't, yet. I don't believe that Becky Lynch is going to be doing anything with Seth Rollins at least until that feud's so over. Clear. If anybody's a fan of Sasha Banks, I'm not going to apologize for how I feel about her. Okay, because I'm sorry, I just don't trust her. Yeah, uh, Sasha Banks is total, and, and I, her demographic is great. As and actually, Eric knows this because locally, Sasha Banks did wrestle and teamed up with uh, the Puerto Rican princess uh, yeah. many times, and she's pretty much known in the Boston area. Yeah, no, so, known as Mercedes K, uh, KV, I believe. Yeah, she was. I, yeah, she wrestled at the Wellesley Festival back in I think nineteen ninety nine. If I'm not mistaken. So like well, of course of course I'm gonna be a mark for her because she's a local person. Yeah, but I, regardless of that, I do think that she deserved her flowers, just like CM Punk deserved his fucking flowers, and they get what they asked for. Just because you run a multi-billion dollar company does not mean you can treat your biggest profit characters pieces of shit. 
and Stone Cold Steve Austin left, and John Moxley hated it. And yes, Vince McMahon was the co. Uh, he was the perpetrator of all these people that left. Vince McMahon was the, how can we all sit here and blame Sasha Blanks and Stone Cold Steve Austin and John Moxley when we all are missing the point? Vince McMahon was the problem. Yeah. Vince McMahon is gone. So the problem's been eliminated. He By was the, way, the problem. Uh, I want to showcase this real quick. And Michael, brace yourself. It's from Romy. Ah! <laughs> just believe yourself. <laughs> that looks so bad. Believe, believe it or not. Oh my god! Speaking of, <laughs> he just left. I just had to go taste a burger. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so. Um, let's go ahead and, uh, go, give out our advertisement sponsors. I, I know it's past the one hour mark, but, um, if you want to go ahead and look at some other pro wrestling, you know, um, stuff like, you know, being talked about like this, uh, go to the pro wrestling shoot with J Jesse Carter. Um, also with his, um, two, uh, co-hosts, you know, talking about pro wrestling, whether it's the latest news update or it's other, you know, uh, pro wrestling topics, whether it's from, you know, other independent, you know, promotions and also, if you want to go to a game show, you know, um, uh, channel and you want to play game shows or participate, you know, in seeing them and look no further than the 25 KAPR TV by Alex Perez only on YouTube. And of course there's also Leon, the Scorpion death drop LC Calavera productions, um, with his, you know, flash animations, you know, with other projects he's got, you know, thanks to his, you know, film school, you know, um, preparations, so go over there and see how he's doing. Also to the House of Chayton. I don't know whenever he's going to do more of the uh, Exiled Outcast, the Exiled Entertainment. He just did a gaming. He just did a gaming show today, early this morning. So if you missed the live stream, you can check it out right now. It's over on his channel. Yeah, and then there's also my personal favorite, the Exiled Masculinity, and then there's also that's the that's the episode that Jordan masturbates to. <laughs> not supposed to tell everyone. <laughs> And there's also the David 2000 Network, where, you know, I'm also on there for Tuesdays for the Popcorn Panel Podcast. We just did a review on Free Willy. And, yes, we're not talking about the one in the shower. But Jordan um, hasn't freed his way. That masculinity episode hasn't dropped. But, 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 but in my personal opinion, I do recommend you guys watch the, um, the Scarface 40th Anniversary, you know, uh, review. Um, which is episode 55, but episode 56 is Free Willy from 1993. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have to interrupt. But Ben Wilder said the Virgin just woke up, and I thought he was talking about a Free Willy sequel. Free Willy <laughs> The Virgin just woke up. That is... That, that, there actually are sequels to Free Willy, believe it or not. And, but also, if you want to watch, uh, you know, let's talk, let's talk about football, or you want to, you know, wipe those tears list. So, yeah, go over to the David 2000 Network. And finally, also who another person who's in the live chat as well, Mr. Garrison96. If you want to see him do some other things like movie reviews or gameplays, or even my personal favorite, both of us on the sofas every Monday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern, uh, 4 p.m. Central, and 2 uh, uh, Pacific, then please go over there. And you know, and subscribe and hit the notification bell for all these channels that I have just you know you know uh, promoted, and they're all in the description of this episode, along with other episodes that we've been doing. And now 
we go back to our, you know, to our main programming. And by can the way, you, Dragon, Dragon, you know what? You get lost. Hey, get Jordan, lost. can you throw that, that picture of Michael again? That picture of Michael one more time? I have to ask him a question. Okay, hold on one second. On the picture. But yeah, you get lost, Dragon, or you'll be going to hell. Like, seriously. Oh, boy. Okay, hold on one second. So, as we look, so that face, everybody, take a good hard look at that face. I wonder if that's the face that Brad Maddox made after he came on Paige's NXT title. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Michael, even alive there? (laughs) That's that. uh, that, That's a great question. I guess we'll leave that for the masculinity episode. I thought his camera was frozen there for a minute. That's fine. Yeah. For some reason, I can't see Dragon in the live chat. Like on, I, can't on see Dra- the- I can't see Dragon on the main yeah, on, yeah. on the, 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 the streamyard chat, but I can see him on the YouTube chat. I can't see him on the streamyard chat. No, he's on the YouTube chat. I can see him, but he's not on this chat. That's yeah. weird. That's just weird. Streamyard's been next we need before. we need more than CLR to remove that stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, Let's go ahead and go over the results for NXT uh, deadline, you know, and then there probably be some other main topics that I can talk about. I was close to perfect on this event. Trust me. I was close. Very close. We are perfect, Sal. Uh. Wait. Okay, so NXT deadline 2023. So, on the pre-show, Axiom defeated Nathan Fraser. And on the main show, we got Dragon Lee uh, defeating Dominic Mysterio for the NXT North American title. And he and and Dirty Dom had no help whatsoever. He had nobody at ringside. And he's ticked off about that. Well, and you know what's so funny? He didn't I don't think he won back the title. I don't think Yeah, he didn't win back the title the following Tuesday. What does that tell you? Um he, Dragon Lee did defend it. Yeah. So, yeah, and then we got Blair Davenport defeating Tiffany Strap-On, Lash Legend, Kalani Jordan, and Fallon Hentley uh, to win the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge and become the number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship at New Year's Eve. Indeed. And Carmella Hayes defeated Alexis King. And then we got Trick Williams defeating Dijak. Josh Briggs, Braun Breaker, and Tyler Masturbate to win the Men's Iron Survivor Tiffany strap on. Yeah, Tiffany strap on. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, some people laugh at that. Um, Men's Iron Survivor Challenge to determine the number one contender for the NXT Championship at New Year's Evil. What a lame name. That's a lame name. Come on now. That that was actually a WCW. Really? WCW thing. Yeah, for real. Wait, I don't remember that. I watched WCW a lot. WCW had a Monday Nitro uh, theme special called New Year's Evil. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, that's why they're using it. Interesting. So, yeah. So, basically, you're telling me they're using it. WCW Monday Nitro on December 27th, 1999. So, they're using it so that AEW can't trademark it. Okay. Pretty much. Point taken. Anyway, Keanu James defeated Roxanne Perez by pinfall in the steel cage match. 
That was and, the one I got wrong. I predicted that one wrong. And finally, okay. Ilya Dragunov defeated Baron Corbin and to retain the NXT Championship. And funny thing is, Dante other than the NXT North American and the NXT Championships, the tag titles nor the women's title was defended on this night. Yeah. That's crazy, believe it or not. Yeah. But yeah, that is the results for NXT Deadline. So, so yeah. Now, we got other main topics to to talk about on Tyler Masturbate and Tiffany Strap-On. Good luck on marriage counseling. <laughs> <laughs> um, boy. Anyway, so... I got a couple of links that um, Brandon sh- uh, shared with me, you know, right before I told him about the new puppy that we that we got. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so there's three main topics on here. So, which one should we go over first? Um, should we go with Insomniac Game Suffers Alleged Ransomware Attack? Or Sony is investigating an alleged ransomware attack on the set. Oh, wait, that's the same that's thing. That's the same story. <laughs> okay, Sony right. investigating. Or, or should we talk about E3, the, the the biggest gaming expo of all time, officially dead? Yeah, did you guys hear? E3's dead. Mm. E3 is dead. I... They announced two days ago that um, they're no longer going to do it because these companies don't want to get a, get involved in it anymore. So as of, I guess we didn't even know, but as of June of last year, that was the last E3. Mm-hmm. Because summer games fest, I guess there's this taking over. So which one should we go over? Hmm. Well, I guess start with the E3 thing. Uh, in chat, Romy says that's a damn shame because E3 was great to witness. Okay. Let's go with E3. All right. Get ready to play, uh, you know, the funeral theme. Dun, 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 dun. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, hey. CM Punk booty tier list can bring E3 back to full glory. I mean, if CM Punk is going to talk at E3, I'm pretty sure that you'll get the wrestling fans to want to watch it. This is from the Washington <laughs> Post. I can't even, I can't even see this thing. Let me see. Fucking Jordan needs glasses confirmed. No, it's not that I need glasses. If if I need, yeah. No, I don't want to sign. I booty tear. Felix Isaac's wife will. Ah, is... son of a bitch. He's obsessed with seeing. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm not gonna read the Washington Post. I'll just I'll just find a different different things so i can read it see so romy's been telling you in chat if you don't stop you're gonna go blind and there's shut up <laughs> e3 three officially dead okay Okay, we'll, we'll go with this. All right. After more than two decades as the industry's most prominent trade show, E3 is dead. 
Its demise is unsurprising, even expected, depending on who you talk to. But this still marks a, a significant moment and one that saddens much of the game's industry and the media. It's been it's been a fairly long and drawn out, out end for E3, with the COVID years adding to that, and as such, it is sad yet to finally conclude that chapter in our industry's history, says uh, Morton Larson, CCO at Raw Fury, who attended every E3 from its inaugural show in 1995. The magic of E3 was fantastically well represented in the mid-90s to the mid-2000s. For me, where it was by far the def definitive show to go to and really see what was coming from everyone in the year ahead. While we had our own E3 for cheap with, with ECTS, in Europe for a few years going to for on going for a few years going into Los Angeles every June for the big spectacle of E3 was the highlight of the year. In the years after after the really sad misstep of Barker hangar version of E3 in 07 where the show was held in an aircraft hangar rather than the LACC it never really found its mojo back, in my opinion, and in the last few years before the COVID pause, it became less and less relevant as a must-attend show, both from a business perspective as well as from my inner geek perspective. Curb uh, Games Chairman Stuart Dinsey, Dinsey, not Disney, what the has also attended every E3 originally as a journalist and later as a publisher and agrees that it felt inevitable that E3 would finally bite the dust. In the recent years, E3 had become about meetings in hotels, not a convention center. He tells GameIndustry.biz, the market has changed. The channel, as we once called retail, disappeared and digital took over. The ROI for exhibitors, always debatable, disappeared. Man, there's like a lot on here to read, and I don't know if I should. <laughs> He's going blind. He's not gonna be able to. Do it. <laughs> it's 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 a very long article. I don't. I'm not gonna waste too much time on this because we got 30 more minutes left before we go off the air. I'll, you know, what, I'm just gonna say this for the record about E3. I think it was a great place to go to. You know, when it came to looking ahead of future video games, to you know, to to look forward to. Like, you know, when we used to, like the games we anticipate when they come out before they're released out to the world, you know, before the commercials hit. I actually enjoyed, you know, having to see some of that, you know, from time to time. But at the end of the day, ever even after the pandemic hit, it's not as the same as it once was. No, I agree. I agree 100%. So, I, I, I think Nintendo Direct, they don't, they don't need, Nintendo Direct, I mean, is is like you know e3 in of itself you know their own e3 they don't need e3 you know anymore so that's why they have nintendo direct and we want to look at future nintendo games so as far as i'm concerned i think e3 was good while it lasted so may it rest in peace you go ahead tom if you want to talk so i think that so back in 2009 2010 i did a show 
and I got invited to E3, but they weren't, they were going to give me the ticket, but I still had to get a hotel. I ended up not wanting to go, but it was one of the big opportunities that I wish I took advantage of because it would have been cool to say that I went there. Fast forward to today. I don't know if E3 is really needed. It sucks that it's not there anymore, but I don't know if it's a hundred percent a necessity in today's gaming climate. We live in a world now where you can go on on YouTube and you can find out what games are coming <laughs> out next. Yeah, if you want to test a game, we've seen that they they're they have no problem putting it online uh, for demos or have no problem putting it in stores like they did with Super Mario Wonder. Um, I think that E three was once a place for people that don't uh, don't have a spot to find out about the latest games. People within the industry, industry workers, industry reviewers were able to go there. E three slowly turned into just a fan place to go and YouTube and streamers to go to hang out and that it isn't what it was ever intended to be unless companies decided to go there like nintendo sony xbox they do their own thing uh and just it just over time it just was wasn't needed in society anymore so i'm not surprised that it, it it's no longer here uh but again it sucks because that just means that time time never changes it moves on but um better stuff will come along and I love gaming. I love Winter Game Fest or Summer Game Fest. They should do a winter one too. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> but I love, I love Summer Game Fest. I love it's kind of like. What are you laughing at? What is so funny? But that's my opinion about E3. No, it's not that. I just saw there was a a, a go. <laughs> can't believe this is happening. Oh God! This super oh, God. show on Twitter. Claims that all elite wrestling sensation Kota Ibushi is reporting the now dating super uh, pop superstar Lizzo. <laughs> what? Oh, God. <laughs> Kota Ibushi uh, was claiming that that uh, no, this Twitter page is super kick uh, claims that Kota Ibushi is dating Lizzo, the pop superstar. And the funny part about it is, uh, you know, uh, he has no idea who she is. <laughs> This is the picture of Kota oh. Lizzo on the right and Kota Ibushi on the left. Oh, so it's Nia Jax's, uh, alt, you know, uh, you know, like a counterpart, right? <laughs> Almost, yeah. I was like Kota Ibushi and Lizzo. Oh, you know what it is? I heard that you know, there was a there was a rumor around going on. Lizzo's got a thing Score for score update. Raiders are up to twenty eight to zero over the Chargers in the second quarter. Damn! And, we, and the Patriots couldn't beat the Chargers. For God's sake. San Diego Super Chargers. San Diego. Oh, God. <laughs> so let's go over the insider gaming. You know, for the alleged ransomware attack. You know. The ransomware attack. Way attack. Okay, so here we go. Insomniac Games has suffered a ransomware attack, leaking employee personnel information and future game plans. It's been revealed. First spotted by uh, Cyber Daily, the ransomware hacker group Rashida. Rashida. Is that how it's spelled? Like Rashida? I think that's how it's said, pronounced. Reseda has posted proof of claims that they've hacked Wolverine developer Insomniac Games. As proof of claims, the group has posted some employee and ex-employee personal data, including passport images, as well as some images for the studio's next game, Marvel's Wolverine. Personal documents 
also include that from Marvel's Spider-Man 2 voice actor, Yuri Lowenthal, who uh, voices Peter Parker. The Reseda group has said that Insomniac Games has seven days to make an undisclosed payment before the data is made public. Oh. Yep. The group is also running a public auction on the website for the data, which states around $2 million in Bitcoin. Yeah, they want $2 million in Bitcoin because you can't trace it. Well, they think you can't. Yeah, well, try that that and see how it works. Uh, Their website reads, with just seven days on the clock, seize the opportunity to bid on exclusive, unique, and impressive data. And continues, open your wallets and be ready to buy exclusive data. We sell only to one hand, no reselling. You will be the only owner. Insomniac Games is officially expected to release its next game, Marvel's Wolverine, sometime in 2024. Insomniac Games has yet to comment on the alleged attack, but we have seen them at the update until you hear more. And that's when we get Sony is investigating on an alleged ransomware attack. Okay. Okay. Sony is investigating claims by Reseda. Uh, hold on. Living in Reseda! <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I had to. I had to. I had to sing that. Okay. Uh, but yeah. They're going to use the money to open up E3. All right, Philip. You're right. Let's let's get into. I know what's happening here. These stories are related. So basically, E3 closing pissed off so many people. That they decided that they were going to hack Insomniac Games, creator of Spider-Man 2, and say, <laughs> give us money, you fucking asshole gaming industry. And then they're going to fund, obviously, E3. So then they're going to reopen E3. And E3 we're gonna thank- 2.0. Yes. Crazy. Hold on. Well, actually, you know what? That's true, Hunter, what he just said, because they're exposing... Um, employee and ex-employee stuff. That's that, also- no, it is do- it is doxing. No, that that is doxing. Actually, in the article, they called it doxing. By the way, Tom, have we not been outspoken with how we feel about doxing? Yeah, there's going to be a show potentially coming out of doxing in January. If we can get everything together, um, but yeah, that. But no, that is that they are. They did. They literally threatened. They literally said that in the in the email. We will dox your employees if you don't give us two million dollars. So they know it's doxing. They don't. They're not ashamed. They're not. They're, they're shamelessly saying it that we will dox innocent people because we want two million dollars. Yes. Oh my God, he is so handsome. I don't know who he is. I'm just gonna go suck his cock. <laughs> 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 okay, <laughs> okay, so okay, Sony is investigating claims by the receipt of ransomware group that it stole sensitive data from Insomniac Games, including personal information for the voice actor who portrayed Peter Parker in Spider-Man 2. Australian outlet Cyber Daily reported today that the group had posted some of the data as proof of the hack and is currently auctioning the full set for around $2 million worth of Bitcoin. Some of the data published by Reseda reportedly includes details about Insomniac's incoming uh, Wolverine game, including a screenshot and some character art that Cyber Daily wrote seems to relate to other Marvel characters from the game. The outlet also says that data includes scans of Insomniac employees' passports, as well as 
for Yuri Lowenthal, who has voiced Peter Parker in several Marvel productions, including Insomniac's Spider-Man games. According to the to a statement by Eurogamer, Sony is aware of reports, okay, that there was a cyber attack at Insomniac Games, but that but that it doesn't have reason to believe that any other Sony divisions were affected by this breach. This isn't the first breach for Sony this year, as Eurogamer noted that the company was recently issued notices about to about 6,800 Sony Interactive Entertainment employees who were affected by a breach in May. It was... Yes, one- remember that? Remember that? Remember 2011 when Sony was also hacked? And yeah. yeah. What the fuck is going on at Sony? Sony, get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. They're all, all they were affected by a breach in May. It was one of many of the many companies and governments hit by this year's large scale movie it hacks. They were move, banking move, on the Stripperella game. Move it hacks. Really. I'm sorry. Move it hacks. I'm sorry. <laughs> really. Go ahead. No, nah, Philip says they were banking on the Stripperella game. There's <laughs> in 20, 2014, though. That's probably the most notorious one. Oh, 2014. That's what it was. I'm sorry. Hunter Hughes is right. 2014. I said 2011. I think I'm I think of a different one. You, 2011 was when that. Time out. Time out. 2011 was when their internet got hacked. 2014 is the breach. So they're still both Sony. Hmm. The U.S. Department of Justice and Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency co-authored by Cybersecurity Alert last month saying that Reseda's hacks of enterprise systems are notably due to organizations lacking MFA enabled by default. The Information Security Wing of the U.S. Health and Human Services Department noted in a similar alert from August that the group characterizes itself as a cybersecurity team in its ransomware notes, which it said mostly target educational services providers. Wow, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, uh, Sony needs to figure something out because how the hell are they getting hacked? Every sing- every five years they're going to get hacked? Is that what we're dealing with now? Every five years they're just going to, their security, I would not want to work at Sony. If, if I was an employee there, I would not want to work there. Like, screw that. I don't know what the, the Health and Human Services Department has to do with this either, Philip. I'm just, you know, to be honest with you, Sony. Well, well health, the Human Services Department, Human Services maybe, but health, I don't know. To be honest with you, in my personal opinion, I would say Sony, like Eric, like, excuse me, like Tom said, well, then again, you guys are both from Massachusetts, like mm-hmm. Tom said, you need to get your sh- together or or else because honestly i would i i wouldn't you know i wouldn't you know like deal with terrorists but then again i don't know i mean i mean that i mean if you're wh- are they paying them is sony paying them how do they get hacked every 5 years and people not and, and they still if they weren't paying their demands then they wouldn't keep getting hacked. You know what I think? Behind the scenes they're paying these ransoms. Maybe because they are. Because what is going on? Obviously, yo, you hear Sony's easy. You just got to do some shit and they'll pay you. Like obviously if they get hacked more than anybody else in the industry, they're handling it wrong. They must be paying it off or something. I yeah. don't know. Or maybe everybody pays it and Sony doesn't and that's why they get hacked. 
I don't know. All I know is something's different in Sony's water. As far as I'm concerned, they need to get their sh together or or else. It's just, you know, it's it's going to end up badly for them because they might have to shut down as a company altogether. And, well, I don't know about that, but I think because Sony makes game, you know, that, that means Sony PlayStation would go. But Sony needs, well, I wouldn't. Might have to, they might have to stop doing the gaming industry because, I mean, the Sony company, I don't know about that, but they, the yeah. game department, they might have to shut down if, they, if they're getting that vulnerable. They are vulnerable, and that's the major issue. They are in that's incompetency, like, and there's no like excuse for the action for an action movie. Yeah, they can't protect customers' information because they've been hacked with their Sony Online. They can't protect employees' information because they're hacked, and their employees are threatened to be are threatened to get uh, information leaked online. They can't protect their fucking game companies because their information for their games are threatened to be leaked online. And then they can't they can't protect their movie industry and information because in the 2010s voicemails got leaked online. So Sony can't protect anybody. Sony can't protect anybody. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're an employee, a customer, the guy down the street that cleans the toilets, or the fucking guy that talks about them publicly on a YouTube channel and your information. They can't protect a single person and that is seriously bad on their part. That is embarrassing. That's, and you know, Tom, that's a perfect analogy with Tony Khan and AEW. He can't protect any wrestler at this point. You can't trust Tony Khan. You can't trust Sony, too. So Yeah, another... you can't trust Tony Khan. You can't trust Sony. Michael made a good point right there about, you know, Tony Khan. He can't protect anybody when it comes to wrestling, either. But, uh, but that's the Sony thing. That's nuts to me. That's like, it, this is every time. They can't, they don't know how to. How can a company that makes so much money and had such a successful launch with the PS5 and the PS4 and Sony and do all Con? <laughs> Sony Con, there it is. Hashtag Sony Con. <laughs> so what you're saying is Sony should hire CM Punk next. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, oh, hey, there you go. The it's Tyler. Oh, and other news, Sony released a statement. When these hackers emailed us, we were scared for our lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, they, yeah, when they emailed us, they had a small monitor fall on us. We were that scared. <laughs> we were so scared. We, could, we started well, uncontrollably means... shaking in unison. And monitors... <laughs> so my analogy is perfectly correct. Sony and Tony Khan are a lot alike. Sony Khan, their new name. Tony Khan. <laughs> Sony Khan. Can't Sony Khan. So now I'm calling them. Tony Khan can't we control his company. Sony alive. can't no. control their company. <laughs> Hold on. Also, we you know we've been producing shows for so many years, and and you know we've been watching these shows for many years, and we've never been scared of our lives because of this terrorist attack from the from the living in Reseda. Cheap monitors that are like this, like this thin, and monitor lives matter. <laughs> scared for his life. What the fuck are you talking about? You sound like a clown, Tony Khan. No, he sounds First like a hair clown. <laughs> Tony Clown, you know what Tony Khan reminds Tony me? Tony Clown, Tony Clown, <laughs> Sony Clown, <laughs> Sony Clown. Oh, that would be a fun. Okay, I can. Okay. <laughs> Tony Clown, Tony Khan. 
Whatever your name is, Tony Clown, Tony Con. You you weren't even trying to say clown. You were trying to say con, but you said clown. Anyway, imagine Tony Con is the Christmas turkey. I like to look at him as Mr. Hanky. You know, here I go again with the Tony Clown bit. You know who Tony Con looks like? Bad Bunny on Hanky. He looks like Bad Bunny. He does actually, yeah. Bad Bunny on crack. <laughs> you know what? You know, but the I thing, but the say... difference is when Bad Bunny comes out, he gets pops. When Tony yeah. Khan runs his mouth, he gets popped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what else? You know what, you know what else? You know what? You know when uh, when Bad Bunny gets thrown onto an announce table near a monitor, at least he doesn't get scared for his life. Hey, I got a contra- <laughs> I, I got I got a big hot take here. I know a lot of y'all are gonna are going to disagree because the internet. The internet reaction was a lot bigger for this one for CM Punk, but I want you guys to go back. I believe that Bad Bunny had a bigger reaction than CM Punk did at Survivor Series. Go back and listen to that crowd. Wait, when Bad Bunny was at the crowd at Backlash, I've never, I haven't heard a reaction. That was crazy. Now CM Punk had a bigger reaction overall online. But that crowd, with the singing, they were all singing his song in unison. They were, it was not. It was, that was that was beautiful. Uh, I'd be watching. You know what? I mean, when you look back on it, I mean, it does make sense. That was that, awesome. In America, in America, you wouldn't probably get a bigger reaction like that. But in, but if you're like from there in Puerto Rico, I mean, they might have good lungs up there. Yeah, girls were taking their bras off. I mean, it was just nuts. <laughs> no, they took the shirts off, then their bras off. No, no, they just took their bras off. They left the shirt on. The PG Jordan. Oh, wait. So they wear their bras. Wait, the only Tony in the AEW that. The only. No, they're like Lita. They wear their bras on the outside of their shirts. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I just said. Oh, sorry, you broke up. Okay, uh, the only Tony Khan. Con- uh, you know, well, here we go again. The only Tony that I like in AEW is Tony Storm. Thank you. That's what I meant to say. Hold on. You'd be afraid of your life, too, if you snorted a mountain of cocaine before you ate your Taco Bell every night, too, because Tony Khan literally looks like he snorted a mountain of coke. (laughs) That's what happened. Oh, man. Philip figured it out. So here's Samoa Joe's match ended. And he and and Tony Khan was sitting there and he was like, Tony Khan was sitting there and he was like, he was like, Okay, Stripperella. Oh my God! Monitors are falling. CM Punk is coming. Oh no! Like he was just high and. Okay, so okay, Michael, he said it best in the private chat. I'm gonna say this right here: Stripperella equals Tiffany Strap on. Tony Katana. Tony Katana. Oh my God. Well, all I'm going to say is for the re- final record, uh, Sony. I mean, you got to get your shit together, or else you're just you're just you know you're just one you know step away from becoming you know the most you know vulnerable company to ever be breached. So that's well, just they how- are. I think they are. I think they're already that there. Freaking hilarious, sir. They're there. Sony Contana. There you go. <laughs> Sony Contana. Sony Contana. Is that a reference to t- Hannah Montana? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, then, you, know what? you know what? 
you know what? When it comes to AEW right now, it feels like a wrecking ball. Like <laughs> so, as Michael, as Michael just said, so when you guys say strip stripella, Montana, oh. you're talking about Tiffany Stratton, right? Antonio Montana. Yeah. Say hello to my little friend. We just did a review on that on the popcorn panel for episode fifty-five for its fortieth anniversary. Oh, so yeah. you can there you, you go. Know. Bigger train wreck it. What's a bigger? Who, okay, at the end of the year, who is a bigger train wreck, Tony or Sony? What's the difference? <laughs> I think I they're mean, on the they, train together. They, they they go great together, exactly. Well, folks, that's going to be the end of you know. Oh my God, this has been so much fun. It for was. Episode 218 of the Rant Ray Podcast. I also want to thank Tom for being on here. You know. Uh, you know, he. I know he was supposed to arrive. You know, thirty minutes into the show, but he arrived earlier than anticipated, yeah. which is good. Um, I also want to thank okay. uh, Andrew and Eric and everybody else in the live chat that's participated both on YouTube and on Facebook. Yes, yes, yes. Can I do a quick shout out to everybody? Shout out to uh, Philip. Shout out to Ben Wilder. Shout out to Hunter Hughes. Shout out to Tyler. Shout out to to the uh, godfather dom aka dominique williams what uh, a name also to gary and then there's also to um to jeffrey the price is right fan 2023 and romy don't forget about romy i, I already said romy and oh, then you? Uh, uh, three four so the both the boys Alex, in, the, in there what about what about romy loves dennis what is that oh, rjd40 that's RJD40. Ah, okay dan dxp thanks yep. for joining yep. a yep. pizzle oh, 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 and Shane was Dragon. on live too. Let's Dragon go. Wrestling Snowman. Don't Wrestling forget about that. D2C uh, Network. Yeah, that's Gary. Yeah. yeah, Gary. Shout out to Gary. Shout out to, shout out to everyone else that was in chat that wasn't wasn't saying anything, but just sitting back enjoying the show. Because I saw y'all. Jose. Shout out to Jose. Jalapeno on a stick. So, yeah, folks, if you enjoyed this episode, <laughs> if you, if you it, if you enjoy this episode, give it a thumbs up. If you missed your chance to live chat, comment down below. Give us your thoughts and opinions. Also, be sure to subscribe to this channel if you're new to it. And also, hit the notification bell so that way you'll be notified whenever this channel does an upload, a premiere, or a live stream like this one. Same goes for, you know, Tom Willis here, wherever he's going to be, you know, whatever channel he's going to do. And there's Andrew Hawking and Michael Bombardier and also to Eric Lemeshangs of 1977. Yes, and you're truly... The Young Blood Outsider, Jordy Scow, a.k.a. Jamie Ann's Legit. And with that being said, God bless you all. Have a great night and stay healthy if you're in Barry tomorrow and keep ranting and raving as always. So, good night, everybody. Shout out to Subscribe to my private... What? Subscribe to my private videos on OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> good night. Everybody.